Let me help you take off your shoes, untie your shoestrings, take off your couplings. What you want to eat, boo? Let me feed you. Let me run your bath water. Whatever you desire, I'll supply you. Sing you a song. Turn the game on. I'll brush your hair. Help you put your durag on. Want a foot rub. You want a manicure. Baby, I'm yours. I want to cater to you, boy. Let me cater to you. Cause baby, this is your day. Do anything for my man. Baby, you blow me away. I got your slippers, your dinner, your dessert, and so much more. Anything you want. Let me cater to hey. you. me from the heart. You better hit it. Nothing tear us apart. You're all I want in a man. I put my life in your hands. I got your slippers, your dinner, your dessert, and so much more. How? You better cater to me. Welcome back. Hey, y'all. Hey, lava. Oh, she bringing in another this song. This is more than a crush. Yes. Yes. You better crush on us, okay? Welcome back to the petty party, petty people, the petty posse. All of that, because we are on Perpetually Petty. Episode 28. We getting old, y'all. We get no, no twenty eight. I you better say it. But who am I? The best, the oh, one I, and I was only. Say, I, was, I thought she was saying brother to the night. Okay, what <laughs> from Love Jones? Ah, watch it on Netflix. I'm your girl, Petty P. It's me, the one and only. Oh, I said that already. Queen E on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> you like that sexy? Why well, I was you. about to say you gave me um. Not Persia. What's her name? LaDawn. There you go. There you go. You gave me LaDawn out here. La Queen Brown. No, y'all. See? Here we go. Time to go. Here we go. I'm about to turn her mic off. It's time to go. No, turn me up. But y'all, we got some shit in store for y'all because this week has been a week. Baby. And we just going to get right right to it um i need two of these i was about to say it definitely needs to start off with a drink <laughs> so throw your shots in the air we're gonna clink 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 tink tink, tink, tink. and drink drink mm. that hit the spot right on did it hit it right on there mm-hmm. right on there not out but in <laughs> not out but in <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, Go marching in. You ready for this? I don't know. I, I don't know. Either. I don't know if the people are ready. I mean, but we got to give the people what they want. All right. Well, let's do that. Let's okay. start it off with our intro. <clears throat> so, as y'all know, Queen E thought she was up then, but I had to help her with our notes, y'all. I had to help her. <laughs> did with you? Did you help? I did. Help. I didn't feel the support. You didn't hear me. I didn't hear the highness. I was in background. You was. <laughs> Singing for the silence. See, that's why I'm the front man for the audition. You got to understand. <laughs> but we, we got to put these people on point because this week, everyone has been going in on the lyrics to Destiny's Child, Cater to You. And this new woman is not here for these lyrics. They're not up, uplifting these men. Mm-mm. They're not catering to anyone. Some of them don't even know what cufflinks are. Ooh, but it sounds like some of these old women are reneging 
on the catering as well. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> I've been seeing comments all over the place. Well, well, clearly, we're asking the people, why are they side-eyeing the lyrics to mm-hmm. cater to you? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're going to start with you, Queen E. How do you feel about these lyrics here in 2021? So, so this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to start off by saying... If you're doing what the fuck you're supposed to do, you can get all of this and Hi, more. man. However, I do have a partial. <laughs> Here you go. You know, niggas always got a however, which is nothing but a fancy <laughs> but. So, I, I do have a, a minuscule side okay. eye. Just just will. a little side eye. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's, it's, it's just one part. Okay. At the very beginning of the song, uh, Queen B, Beyonce, says... Um, I don't know if I need to reassure you, my life would be purposeless without you. So I, Here you go. I do not receive that. <laughs> I do not accept that. My life is full of purpose, <laughs> with or without a gentleman caller. So that's just where I had the issue. But the other things, I mean, the catering, I mean, I feel like that's cool. Like, I feel like in a reciprocal relationship, I'm going to take care of you and you're going to take care of me. What say you, Patty P? I, I was going to question you a little bit, but I'll give you my opinion first. Okay. Um, yeah, question question me after you give me your opinion. Okay. So I'm here for the song. Okay. Okay. This, this 2021 woman is not going to change from the, when did this come out? Baby. 2000 and... Okay, long time ago. Mm -hmm. So, it's the same. Like you said, if the relationship is reciprocal, I can treat you, I can cater to you, just as you're doing me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, you never want a lopsided relationship. No, no you don't. Mm -hmm. And and I'm here for the words because, shit, he he wants some of that shit. He wants a manicure. If, men, if you are not getting a manicure here in 2021, nobody mm-hmm. wants you. I'm going to tell you that right now. 2004, it, 17. There you ago. go. Mm-hmm. So, getting a manicure, wanting a foot rub, you can put this do-rag on. What's what's wrong with that? I was, I, I'm not saying hey, anything wrong with that. those do-rags, so that... That, um, that I do understand. Mm-hmm. However, let, let, me, let me put the, the lyrics of mine in question. Mm-hmm. Are the words, when you come home late, tap me on my shoulder and I'll roll over. Older women need their sleep. Yeah, yeah, I'm seasoned, (laughs) sis. Sis, I'm seasoned. If I am in a good sleep, don't Don't mess with me. Please. Yes. I'm dreaming. Nehu. Yeah, she better hit this (laughs) nail. Please don't wake me up, y'all. Please. So that's that's where you take that's, issue. That's that's enough for me. Mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Other than that, we can work on some other things. Yeah. This this purposeless life. <laughs> I I don't have it. Now I, let's come back to the purposeless life. Bring it on back. Because I, it, it, you know, you got to take things in jest. You know, I no, don't there's think. No, jest no with, listen. With purposeless life. No, I I. You know that I don't think that means to literally. You know, that's not literal, that your life will be meaningless or purposeless. But that's what it says. (laughs) (laughs) It's just telling you the value that you have in this person's life. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm letting you know that you're significant. Now, can Mm -hmm. I survive without you? Yes. Does my life have purpose without you? Yes. So why wouldn't you say that? Because that is semantics. You know what I'm saying? This is just... 
putting you up here. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I'm not putting nobody. You, like you're that. not putting them up there. No, I, I'm not even going to say that. This <laughs> says, my life will be purposeless without you. That means without you, my life has no purpose. I don't receive that. My life has purpose Not alone. in a literal sense. So is she literally talking about running your bath water? Because yes no? <laughs> everything else would then be no, literal. You know what? We're not going to do this. I got my legal head today. on today because... Sis, you got to take it for what it's worth. I am, and that's why I don't receive it. Okay, so y'all, Queen E is not receiving the purposeless life. No, Queen E has checked this mic, and she says no to the purposeless life. And Petty P is not here for the tap me on the shoulder, I roll over. So you're not waking up in the night. It depends. Like yeah, if you I, just said no. It, I know, but it, it, you, you know there's you certain deny? no. It's certain circumstances. <laughs> I'm gonna be firm in that. If you got an early meeting, I, I don't want to put a, a a hard stop on tapping me on my shoulder. Is what I'm saying. For the majority of these occasions, if you know that I've gotten into a deep sleep, let's say for instance you get off at two, three in the morning, mm. and I fell asleep, let's just say ten, eleven. Mm. Don't tap me on my shoulder. Because you're in the deep sleep. Yeah, I'm in the deep. You got the rapid eye movement going on already. Yeah. You're not. Okay. Yeah. If, okay. you know, I just got myself together, got in the bed at like 145. And you, yeah, 130, 145. And you strolling in there too. Mm-hmm. You can tap me on my shoulder. Because you, you're in that in-between yeah. slumber dream You know what I'm saying? Okay. I ain't really get into it. Because when I get into it, it ain't right. Okay. Okay. You know, so cool with the I need life. I need my, but you need to rest. <laughs> <laughs> I need my beauty rest. sleep. I know that my life has much purpose without any person mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. involved, and so I didn't take that as stamping. Yeah, your life really being meaningless. Yeah. Okay. And and I I, I can understand you. You're talking about the creative license. Yeah. With the song. Correct. Uh, however, I took it literally because they were talking about <laughs> other literal things. The other things that people seem to take issue with included. Um, you know, keeping it tight, keeping my figure right, keeping my hair fixed. You know what? Saying like, you know, am I supposed to meet your standard? Like, does that include how I want to look, how I feel comfortable? And see. So they were dissecting it. I mean, and here's and, the okay, here's the reality. Here's the reality me. of the situation. It's a lot of problematic songs, y'all. Just just point blank, and then the period. You know, when we think about a lot of songs that, that we sing, you know, you listen to the lyrics and they are awful. <laughs> <laughs> like, they truly are. Like, some of the things that we sing and, and, and we be bopping, you know. And so I think somebody finally got a hold of this. Like, you know, I really just listened to these lyrics and it said, you know. So I think one of the major issues was it was a one-sided thing, but I think people were missing the fact that they're saying a man that is is doing is worthy exactly doing what he's supposed to do. There you go. And so even with that, I mean, you don't want to keep it tight for your goddamn self. You don't want your figure right for your goddamn self. Mm -hmm. She's just saying, yes, I'm into my look, Mm -hmm. but because of you. Then you can get a piece of this too, because I'm gonna keep it up for you, mm-hmm. for me first. But you can get a piece of this. 
I think because a, lot, I of, so a lot of women are feeling empowered, making <clears throat> decisions for themselves, and reading these lyrics and listening to these lyrics made it, it seem like it wasn't about them doing that. But I, again, I think people miss the very first line of the song uh-huh. that says, baby, I see you working hard. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then she follows that up with, I want to let you know I'm proud. That- let you know that I admire what you do. Okay, Boom. so this is a man of action. There clearly, you go. Okay, so he's doing the right thing. That's all that's He's all putting the action and behavior behind the words that he must that's have it. said. That's it. So I think they missed that part. Yeah, because it's like, follow the lead. That's all, follow the lead. You know, he's it's a God. About, he's a God fearing man. It's all about reciprocation. You better preach on today. And since he's a God fearing man, mm. he can lead. Mm. Where does it say that about him being? Uh, I'm just or saying, just yeah, yeah, because you know yeah. when Michelle come in and on the bridge, I want to give my breath. There you go. Yeah. Uh-huh. Her strength, her will, to you. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? That's the least she can do. That's. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm that's, just letting uh, y'all that's know. That's what she said. Okay. And y'all know she all about the gospel, so she's yeah. not. Dating a man that's not God fearing. Mm-hmm. Okay? She said, fulfill your every desire. Your wish is my command. Ain't that what she said? Mm-hmm. Yo. But she did say his heart was pure. See? Uh-huh. You got to get into see, it. See, I think it's you got to It's all about really interpretation. Yeah, interpretation. Yeah. That's it. And, and let me just say this. If you feel like you're currently dealing with someone who is not worthy of this catering if you will i think you need to let it go burn burn looks like another love tko mm-hmm. you ain't um, gonna finish with that no because i think teddy might have been a little excited <laughs> this, this is all i'm saying you know be mindful of the person with whom you're sharing your energy everybody doesn't deserve to be catered to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So if you find yourself in that situation, you know, don't do that. <laughs> funny, funny that you said that because they, of course, were talking about this on the radio as well. Mm. And a, one young lady called in, and these are her words. Quote, okay. if you ever see me playing out the words to this song, call 911 because I'm being held against my will. Oh, Wow. Wow. That was troubling to me. Yeah, that's unfortunate. And and I'm saying that's unfortunate because it doesn't sound like this young lady has ever been in a relationship with a man who was deserving and of so this. Who are you and dealing with, that, sis? That's unfortunate. That's very unfortunate. Damn, you can't cook this man a meal? So is it all about you in the relationship? It's got to be reciprocation. I don't know how much I can stress that. Well, It has to be a reciprocal relationship. And see, here's the thing. When you're in a reciprocal relationship, you have no problem doing things like that. Huh. Right? You want to do things like that. Because huh. you want to show your appreciation. That's the way that you express your love. A la love language, you know, because that's what all the young folk are talking about these days. Look, you do me and I do you. That's, yes. It's clear. And we do each other. Uh, uh, amen. Mm-hmm. So we gonna end that right there. I feel like that's a good on mic check. That's huh, and you know what? We got so into that we ain't even give them the intro to mic check. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, them words must have been real. So let's jump back on track and do it right. We can't we can't cheat out, folks. Okay. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. This face belongs on the tube, y'all. I'm excited. You excited? I'm I am excited. very excited. Are you going to tune in though? I'm 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 really strongly thinking about it. Okay, so she's really strongly thinking about it. 
And she couldn't even give me a hard yes. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you why in uh, a minute, though. Okay. I'm going to tell you why in a minute. Taraji P. Henson mm-hmm. will be hosting yes. the BET Awards. And our fave, Queen Latifah, will be honored with the Lifetime Achievement Award. So we see it's still Black Women's History Month all year long, every day, every month. Shout out to both of them. I want y'all to get back into the BET Awards, okay? Oh, okay. I, I really do. I really want y'all because we, we need these these um, views ratings. and uh-huh. ratings. Um, there has been a huge decline in our participation because I, I understand where you're going because your face is saying it all right now. <laughs> I was going to say it's been a huge decline in viewing of award shows, period. They're too long. They're too long. But we're trying to highlight all the people, sis. No, I love that. But it's just as easy to catch the highlights on the Shade Room or <laughs> Oliver Alerts or YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Then I don't have to sit through the commercials. Okay, I do understand you that. You know what I'm saying? So I it's do. like, eh. You know, if I'm not there in person, which I don't want to be because the COVID is still real, y'all, by the way. Oh, my god! I'm just saying... I feel like it's too long. And then half the time they be having all these performances that nobody really wants to see. Very true. Very true. Like, how many times are you going to show me the baby, little baby? So you're saying we need Bob Johnson back? I mean, I feel like BET needs a complete overhaul. I'm just going to say that. Okay point blanket in the period okay. because the programming you know once they get a hold of a movie baby they show that thing <laughs> you know what I'm saying if like that like it's the anniversary of the five heartbeats baby we gonna see this every day you all know day you are. for six months you and know I'm you not are. here for it and I mean they've been doing that so that this is nothing new but I will give it to him. So, you know, in addition to the BET Awards, so again, we're highlighting Taraji P. Henson, who's a D.C. native, by the way. Yes. Um, and also honoring Queen Latifah, so shout out to them. But they also have original programming, which we mentioned uh, in one of our previous episodes. So, the encore. I was going to let you have it. You were going to let me have it. Yes. Yes. Because I thought you was going to make a... Now, that was. That was a smooth transition. You like that smooth? I Mm -hmm. did. However, I know you're about to go all the way up on it. And you tried to, I I guess, let the people believe that you were coming in hot. I did. Coming in hot. Mm -hmm. So, what do you have to say about Encore, sis? Sis, okay. So, just to refresh the memory of the folks <laughs> oh, Lord. who may not be she aware going up. of Here we Encore. Come. Here we come. So, Encore is a documentary show that's on BET, and it's highlighting <laughs> uh, women who were previously in R&B groups of the 90s and the 2000s. Amen. Who now aren't doing much of anything. Uh, especially where singing is is, uh, concerned. I'm not saying their lives, they're not doing anything. But in terms of recording and singing and performing, they're not doing much of anything, if anything at all. Okay. So they have all these women in the house. I really wasn't trying to. In the music mansion. Uh A music mansion. And it's like 75 of them. And they have to record, they have to record songs together. Now... 
<laughs> the biggest drawback of all of this is that none of these babies can sing. So that's problem number one, okay? And problem number two, they can't get it together. I mean, they really cannot. And it, it concerns me. So let's let's dissect this for a second. Boy, you, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because we're talking about people who were part of I'm I'm gonna say super quote unquote groups. So you have Pam of Total. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if we go back and dig into the crates of music that they have, nobody could ever sing in that group. Yeah. It, there there was not one singer in that group. Says. Right. And see, now Pam giving me Church of Holy Smokes. You know what I'm saying? Everything. And I love the Lord because he heard my cry. I, I just, I don't like when people try to force it down your throat. And she's definitely... She can't say ho. Come on, y'all. It's, she's Girl, definitely Pam random. is not trying to be on a song. Pass the long. It's not trying... She's not trying to be on the song because they said the word ho. And I'm like, sis. You know what? I I will say she has, you have to watch it. I don't want to give everything away. She has confirmed something that everyone has thought about her since 1965. Mm. And so she's really sensitive to it. Yes. Yes. Mm. And so she had this revelation and now we are getting Everything is just so godly. And I'm not... Listen, I support people in their spiritual journeys, in their connection with the higher power or higher being. I support all of that. But what bothers me is when people try to impose those beliefs and those value systems on other people. You can't do that. Since you were a part of an R&B group, you came to do the same. So now you telling me you want to control what everybody else does? That's not gonna work. Not gonna work. We so we got Pam, we have Lamisha and Irish, the sisters from Seven O Two. And and now let me stop. Let me stop her really quickly because I used the word super for total and total only. So okay, I just want y'all to know okay. that was it. Okay, so we have the 702 sisters. They got some inflammation going on. Oh, my god! I think they both smoke cigarettes. They have to because they got the Countess Vaughn froggy voice yes, going Kim. on. It's, and it's odd. It's like even to hear them talk, it's like everything is hoarse. Like, I don't know. There's another set of twins on there, the young ladies from Cherish. Okay. And nobody knows who that is. So let me just say the song they, they had back in the day. Do it, do it, do it, do hey. it. You know that we'll be rocking to, to it, to it. To do it, See, do it, so do y'all it. know that. But otherwise, I know you wouldn't have a clue. Like, And only probably because you watch ATL. You probably ain't really hear that song on the radio either. No, they probably heard a bounce with it, drop with it, lay with it, rock with it. Our generation. Ah, maybe. Yeah, that's it's it. A, it's a tweener. Everybody else is on the ATL. It's a tweener. Yeah. They gave my girl Nivia on there, who is my personal favorite. That is my boo. Only one that was so, a solo artist. When I tell you, she tells it like a T.I. is. And lets you know that because she's a solo, solo artist, that... She's the one that should be acting like that, but she's not. She's the one getting along with everybody. She has a positive attitude. She's fun. You know, yeah. she just she's it for me. She is it. She she is a she's reason enough to watch the show. I would say that. Y'all have the Lion King Queen, known as Aubrey, from Dante Kane. Baby looks like Bride of Chucky. She 
Where is the lady back in the day that got all that the stuff lady. done? The cat lady. That's exactly what mm-hmm. she looks like. She looks like the cat lady. Mm-hmm. Eyes and all. She looks crazy. Like, you know, it was hard for me. I had to go back and find a picture of what she looked like from making Which the band sad. back in the day. Yes. Which is sad. Because I was like, I don't even remember at this point what she looks like. So she, I mean, you know, she, she can't sing either. And then you have... Shamari. Oh, Shamari. You have Shamari from Black. From Black, Mm -hmm. which that was Left Eye's group. Boom like an 808. Boom like an 808. She's probably the best. She's probably the best singer. singer. Which sounds crazy. Yeah. Because Black ain't really have hits like that. You know what I'm saying? But Shamari probably is the best singer. And then last but not least. You have Kelly Williams who believes she's the creative director. Somebody told her that, sis. Somebody had to have. They got to. She is is rolling with that. And you're not going to tell her otherwise. I want y'all to get into this, though. (laughs) Because it's a bunch of cackling hens that can't sing trying to make an album. When I tell you it is entertaining, though. It is very interesting. If you are looking for the shits and the giggles, yes. I need you to tap into Encore on BET featuring all of these young ladies from... All of these has been. <laughs> See, Queen <laughs> All of the ladies from these former girl groups with the exception of Nibia. And if you don't know who she is, she is Little Wayne's baby mother. She was also on Mr. Cow's Been So Long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sing it. Yes. Oh, she was also dreams. Uh, they were baby married. Uh huh. They were married though. I think. Were they? If not, that's dreams. Baby mother too. So. So baby got a coin. She got a coin. But she's funny. She's entertaining. I love her. Check it out, Carlos King, who's the creator of the show, a black man. Um, and apparently he had this idea seven years ago, but BET finally brought it to fruition. So check it out. It comes on uh, on Wednesdays, <laughs> I believe. I'm just saying. Please check it out. Go I'm support it, y'all. I'm curious to see what these songs are really going to sound like. Because I need them on this television. I need a season two, y'all. I'm trying to figure I need out how to see where it goes. 17 people to perform at once. You know what? That's not... Okay. It's... Word up. <laughs> hey. Word up. Hey. hey. We got to cut Queen E off sometimes, y'all, because she doesn't know how to act. Come on, sis. Y'all, Tell I'm them about this Kendrick out. Lamar. So this week in Word Up, uh, I wanted to highlight a book that's written by Miles Marshall Lewis, and it's called Promise That You Will Sing About Me, The Power and Poetry of Kendrick Lamar. So he's actually like dissecting poems um, and song lyrics by Kendrick Lamar, who we miss dearly because this nigga just been living his best life the away from the public it. eye. You know what I'm saying? He got like two posts on his social media you know, he living with his lady. He just enjoying himself, fighting a good fight. But um, I love books like this. Like, um, do you remember a couple of years ago they came out with the book about all the Jay-Z songs yes. and the lyrics? I think it was called, mm-hmm. like, Decoded or something like yeah. that. But I love stuff like this. So um, he's highlighting Kendrick Lamar poems, poetry, um, and lyrics from his songs. So yeah, I think check it, that out. Check it out, y'all, because I think it's dope. They start to use these things at universities and incorporate it into their curriculums and stuff as far as dissecting, you know, our culture and our lyrics and stuff. So I think that's dope. So Kendrick, it, this this is my fear, I'm going to tell you right now. Mm. My fear with Kendrick is he's going to get weird. 
He's he's a lolly baby ass. Yeah, you remember see that what I'm nigga saying? was the shit, and then this all is, of a sudden he was just strange. It happens to the very talented motherfuckers. Mm. I just don't understand why they get they're so creative, mm-hmm. they're musical geniuses, and then all of a sudden they just go off the deep end. Like it, you feel it like they call there yet? Oh yeah! Oh, absolutely! Weird, mm. weird, and weird again. Mm. Like, I, I just don't... I mean, the hair starts to change. The dress starts to change. Well, you I, know everybody think that hair shit is cool because that's what Jay-Z yeah, doing. Yeah, Out here looking like Jean-Michel Basquiat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> niggas, niggas get one piece of art. One. And now they Basquiat. And I when just, I tell you I'm over it, please, it, it, I, I can't with this hair. I cannot with this hair, but I just want I'm him... I'm not a fan, but you know people can do what they want to do with their hair, so... That's true, but he's giving me Dave Chappelle. Like, he got all this money, he did all these things, he went off to the left because... Well, Dave Chappelle had a psychotic break, if you ask me. I think he okay. was so traumatized by his experience, and I don't even think it was, like, a, a crazy thing, but I think he just felt... Uh, helpless in that situation. Okay. People were taking advantage of him and took advantage of him, and I think he realized it. And in that moment, he was like, "I got to make a decision to take care of myself. I'm just gonna walk away from it." So people thought he was crazy because he was walking away from this successful show, not understanding the background of it all, Very which true. we later found out. So well, I'm saying this to Kendrick. Kendrick, we need you. So please uh, resurface. Um, but maybe that's miles. how he's staying sane by not being in the public eye. Yeah, possibly, possibly. Do you take yeah, care of yourself? You know what? Self care, because that's what we promote. Self care, Kendrick. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the game needs you. Is all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. All right. Cause we pimping all over the world. I sing it, hoes. The world, the world, the world. Beep, 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 beep. Y'all. Okay. Queen E is about to try to shake some shit up, y'all. <laughs> so on our note, she Choose has one. that we are picking vacation options, mm-hmm. okay? And I can only choose one, as you just heard. It's only um, six choices. But I don't know what the choices are. Okay, so we're, we're going to try, okay? I'm going to try my best to narrow this down. You're going to think it up. <laughs> we're going to see. I'm, I'm going to do my best, y'all. Okay, Pray choose your me. vacation. Option number one. Okay. Beachfront suite. Mm-hmm. Unlimited cocktails mm-hmm. and snorkeling. I like that. That's all cocktails. one, one That's vacation. one vacation. Option number two. Okay. okay. Swimming pool, all-you-can-eat buffet, and a private cabana. Oh, I'm going with number one. Okay. Anytime you said unlimited drinks, put me by the water on the beachfront. Okay. You know, I still got the space. I'm not confined to the, the, the pool. Mm-hmm. I'm, all, I'm all for it. Okay. Would you like to hear the other option? Oh, I thought it was just the two. options. Oh, okay. My bad. See, I had, I was ready, y'all. Y'all saw that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, then. Give too it fast. to you. Okay. Too dang fast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Option number three. I'm going to forget the goddamn options. I, I can go back. Okay. Option number three. Mm-hmm. A cruise, daily games and shows, Cut and ocean right sunset there. views. You know you ain't got to read that. I'm okay. not getting on these boats. Okay. I haven't been yet. Okay. Vacation number four. Okay. Historic city tour wineries mm. and museums okay 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 mm-hmm. vacation number five mountain cabin no a personal chef and a giant hot tub give me the personal chef but i ain't going to no mountains 
And I'm not six, an outdoorsy person. Number okay, six. Well, number six, you're definitely not going to like. Okay. Number six, camping, whitewater rafting, and hiking trails. I'm black. <laughs> so the six black is out. Black people hike too and camp too. Six is out. Mm-hmm. I can go into the mountains and not be outdoors, but, but it's not that's like not my ministry. Okay. That's not my ministry. We tossed, uh, what else we tossed? You tossed the cruise, you The said. cruise, yes. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that yet either. Mm-hmm. Family trying to get me on there. I'm going to try it one day. So we are stuck with option one, which, which is, is the beachfront with the unlimited cocktails. And, and snorkeling. Okay. Because you know I mean. You know, with swimming fishes. with the fishes. You know, <laughs> but not I get like, like the gangsters say swimming with the fishes. You no. need snorkeling. Yes, like, okay, yes, with the real Nemo's and mm-hmm. all of them. Okay. okay, And then what was the second? Number two, swimming pool, all you can eat buffet in a private cabana. My fat ass do need a uh, a buffet, but <laughs> uh, uh, what was the third? Historic city tour. I like that one. Yeah, I like that one. So I'm going to go with a one and a three. No, you're not. You're going to go with yeah, a well, one. You gave me all these three. options. When I picked one, you said, no, no, no. Wait a minute. So I'm going to No, go because ahead. you need to wait till you hear the options. How can you choose the answer? You don't know all the available I play space since I have one and a possible. Oh, my God. So I got a one and a possible. Definitely give me this beachfront with the unlimited cocktails and the snorkeling. Because I'm out there. I'm out cheer. Okay. You can't swim for them. I, well, that ain't what they asked. They ain't asked me that. You out there and them lifeguards out there. Y'all got me. And then on three, I'm, I'm, I love the history. It's four, but okay. Oh, four. My bad. I love the histories. You know I love the histories. You can give me a winery any goddamn day. See, you got to mix them two up. That's not how Combine it works. Combine the trip. That's why it's a choice. Well, the, honestly, I'm bougie. And I'm going to tell you about yourself. This is how, tell me about my stuff. Because this is how we trip. So don't act as if we don't I, go to this, one country to this, another country to another country. This is a choose your vacation. Okay? This, y'all, she has One a in the possible. Time. You she want me to read them to time. you or do you have it, sis? I, I have it myself. Okay, Thank so I'm, I'm one in the possible. Okay. Option one and four. What do you have, sis? So I, I have been missing, missing the water dearly. So I'm going to go with the pool, the buffet, and the private cabana. Are you? I am. And not because I don't like the other ones, but I feel like the most recent trip I had, I did the historic city tour. Okay. I did the winery. I did the museum. Okay. So, pool. You're going to get up in the water. But mm-hmm. you got the beach on number one with the unlimited drinks. You know mm-hmm. you're a boozer. And snorkeling. Mm-hmm. You're, you're here for it. No, I am. I'm here for that, too. I like multiple ones, but I have to choose one. So, today, oh, well. that's the one I'm choosing. I'm the oldest and I get what I want. Okay, so Petty P is going with a one in a possible, one in four, and then we have a Queen E with option number two. Number two. All righty. What's behind door number one? Oh. You ready? <laughs> dick control, dick control. You gotta have dick control. Dick control, dick control. You gotta have dick control. Girl, you gotta have dick control. So you gotta have dick control. You gotta have dick control. You gotta have dick control. Yes. Look how we brought it to y'all. That was a good mix. I like that. How you blended that one up in there. So I'm really excited about our Baltimore love thing. Okay. Uh this week. So there's a restaurant called Jerk at Night. 
And it's actually a restaurant that started in D.C. They have two food trucks and they have a restaurant, but they're actually bringing it to Baltimore. Finally. Yes, this summer. And they're going to be in the Rosemont neighborhood near Winchester. And they serve uh, Jamaican fare, Jamaican food. Yeah. Nice little spot. They have an inside and then they also have an outside component where you can sit outside and eat. They play reggae music. Even the colors of the restaurant, like they've painted the building. Oh, I got to get there. Black and yellow and yes. red and green. Um, and so I'm really, really excited that they're bringing it to Baltimore. So they're expanding here. Nice. But uh, when Jerk at Night opens, we should all go visit. Let's do it. Because mm-hmm. y'all know Jamaica is my second home. They are famous for their jerk chicken. Yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm in there. Y'all told y'all I need a buffet too. So I need to mix all this up. So I'm gonna start with drink at night and then get it's y'all. It's a lot of black owned businesses that are in Baltimore currently and that are coming to Baltimore. So they I'm better. really excited about it because I shouldn't have to travel all the way to PG and DC to mm-hmm. get what I want. Mm-hmm. Come on, black chefs. Yes, black chefs. Do what you did. <laughs> Shoot, go get that PPP and then let me know. Don't tell people that. All right, then. Go, yeah, if actually, you they shut uh-huh. Get it legally. They they have legal businesses up there, chefs. Well, not if no, they're no. chefs. You're right, mm-hmm. but nope. all right, then. See, I was trying to help y'all. Mm-hmm. But you and I T Y. You and I T Y. That's where you and I T. Yo, Queen is my nigga. Do y'all did y'all yes, watch this the show? Lifetime achievement. She better get this lifetime. When I tell you she does it all. Yeah, she just like really does she it all. She got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yo. She's had jazz albums and rap albums. Yo. She does movies and TV shows. Yo. She writes, she produces, she directs. Get that lady her flowers while she here. You better right run them down. On today. Okay. Run them down. On today. But this segment is not about Queen. I just had to, you know, shout her out because that was her song. You know we about to get fired up. Uh, I'm going to let you want to. I'm going to introduce wanna, it. So, okay. Uh, there was a post on Instagram. So, uh, any of you who watched Insecure, the character, uh, Saronish Jackson, who played Dro, he was like Molly's love interest, maybe the second The clown season. for like two episodes. Yeah, tall, like clown. Um, but he I has a daughter some. with one of the other characters on the show. And he posted up that, you know, black people don't have to send their children to white schools to get a better education, right? Mm-hmm. That's what he says. Mm-hmm. And so then there were there were a lot of people that kind of chimed in. And so the question is, do parents need to send their children to rich, and I quote, private schools that are majority white in order for them to get the best education? My answer is no. Okay. Okay. Unfortunately, in the city of Baltimore, or Mm. I'll say the state of Maryland, the better education Mm -hmm. is in the better neighborhoods. And that's on purpose. Which is Mm -hmm. predominantly white. Mm -hmm. So, no, it's not necessary for the education um, to be received only in those neighborhoods or, you know, only in those areas. However... When they separate the shit, segregate, and give these resources, the resources are always geared, I'm sorry, always geared to these specific neighborhoods. And I'll say Montgomery County, Howard County, Harford County, blah, blah, blah. 
Mm-hmm. We don't have those same resources in the city. That's very true. And so our kids do not receive mm-hmm. what the kids of those counties receive. Mm-hmm. So in that instance, do you you see, I'll say you'll see our parents making sacrifices to move to different locations or go as far as using people's addresses in order to better educate their children. Mm-hmm. And if that's the sacrifice I need to make in order for my kid to be, um, or to have access to these resources in this education, that is the sacrifice that I'm going to make. How about you? So I feel like this is a, it's a complicated question and I feel like there are a lot of different angles that we could approach the question so I completely agree with you you know when we talk about better schools or the best schools the best schools are typically in the best neighborhoods as you already mentioned best neighborhoods we already know I think we have to have the conversation about what the best school offers okay because there has to be some separation, if you will, between education and resources, because I think that's what we're talking about. When we talk about a better school or the best school, we're talking about the resources most of the time. Because Absolutely. if we're talking about education, the content that a lot of these children are learning in schools is not adequate enough to prepare them for daily life. Very true. Or even to prepare them for the next level, even if we're talking about college. Like, I know a lot of people who went to the best, and I quote, schools, and they were ill-prepared, excuse me, when they went to college. So I think we have to separate education from resources. Okay. On the other side of that, you know, when we think about how, okay, let's just talk about the landmark case of Brown versus Board of Education Mm -hmm. of Topeka. Basically, that case decided that segregation was unjust and unconstitutional, mm-hmm. right? Because remember, they wanted to create separate but equal schools. So they say even if the schools were equal all across the board, separating them, you know, racial separation was unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. The problem I feel with that is I don't know how recently you all have looked in history books Black history is completely erased. They have a paragraph about Martin Luther King Jr., Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Hello. They have a paragraph about Malcolm X and maybe Harriet Tubman, and they talk about how black people were enslaved, and that was it. Right? So a lot of parents now are choosing the homeschool route. Okay. And I feel like for a lot of people, that is the best route of education. Now, obviously, I know that everybody is not able to do that because it's such a sacrifice and everybody doesn't have the time to dedicate to that. Mm -hmm. But I think we have to stop equating the best with white because even as black people, we do that. I I agree with you there. I I can't. I don't have an argument for that Um, because I do. You know, even when we something as small as you're talking proper Mm. is considered you talking white Mm -hmm. versus you just knowing how to speak eloquently. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's get off of that. When we talk about what goes on with our people, we already know everything is systemic. Mm -hmm. So 
all the laws that were put into place kind of uh, migrated folks to certain areas. Right. And then in those certain areas, you only get certain things. So let's talk about redlining and steering when it comes to real estate where blacks could purchase homes. You put these schools up in these areas and then you get laws like zoning. Mm-hmm. So that no, someone from Baltimore City can't attend the school in Howard County. Right. Or someone from Baltimore City can't even go to, let's say, I don't know, cross the county line and go to Pikesville. Right. In order for them to go to school. Um, and those are the schools that have a diverse population. Mm-hmm. Okay. In my personal experience, I had to leave a predominantly black school in elementary school. Because of, I don't know, I guess my academic prowess, we Mm -hmm. should say. And I had to be a part of the GATE program with, I mean, if you know about the GATE program, Mm -hmm. um, which afforded me the opportunity to go to a mixed school. Okay. And as, as I'm saying mixed, most of the kids there were white or Asian. Mm-hmm. That's for my fifth grade year. I went to school with predominantly white and Asian kids in this black neighborhood. Crazy enough, but the school was considered one of the um, highly academic producing kids. Like the test scores mm-hmm. and everything was amazing, which also afforded me the opportunity to go to a better middle school in Roland Park, which is nowhere near. Where I lived mm-hmm. in Edmondson Village, but it's a so neighborhood. Again, you had to be inconvenienced. There you and, go. And leave your own neighborhood. Leave my own neighborhood in order for me to go to this school because of my academic talents. Mm-hmm. Keep it going, keep it going. As I, I continue on, now I'm getting to high school. I'm the same person mm-hmm. from the same neighborhood with the same academic talents, right? It wasn't until this all black high school mm-hmm. that I felt full. And it wasn't just the academic experiences that I had. Mm -hmm. It was more so of doing it with my own people, being taught by these black teachers, Mm -hmm. getting a holistic approach to educating black children, Mm -hmm. and then being loved up on at the same time. Like it was a family atmosphere. And that makes a difference. It makes a difference. And Mm -hmm. you're talking about a historically black high school that was started with black nuns Mm -hmm. and that was everything to me. So I could do away with the gate program at, uh, Thomas Jefferson. Mm -hmm. I could do away with the, you know, programs at Roland park and, you know, take this experience and say it has made me the woman that I am today. And it provided me so many opportunities and experience mm-hmm. that I, I wouldn't have gotten at these other schools. Right. So I feel like one of the challenges is that oftentimes we don't view ourselves as the best. Right. So, again, there's this narrative that has been shared. Right. And if we're being realistic about it, it's the white supremacy narrative. And so we think that things that involve them and the opportunities that they have are better. And because of that, I think that that's one of the reasons why we don't want to attend HBCUs, right? Like I remember when I was in high school, 
a lot of my friends didn't want to go to HBCUs and not because they thought they were bad, but because they were like, well, the world isn't black and I need to be exposed to I this was that and person. that. And so I, I, I understand it, but I feel like at the same time coming from my own experience. So I went to Christian school for my entire life, pretty much. I mean, even my graduate school was a Jesuit university. And so there was still that element um, of Christianity, if you will. Okay. So I, my my elementary and middle school experience was predominantly black, but it was a Christian school. And then my high school was predominantly white, <clears throat> but again, a Christian school. And so, again, I feel like when we talk about education, we have to understand and identify what is important to us in terms of education. Because the things that I know that students are learning in school, it's not enough. There yeah, has sure. to be some supplemental education. And <clears throat> for that very reason, again, I think we got to separate resources and education. Very true. Because you can have amazing resources, but the education is terrible. Even for me, attending a predominantly black Christian school, I didn't get the best education I could have received. I know I didn't. And not because I didn't have uh, teachers who were wonderful people, but they just weren't the best of the best in that field. Right. And so we have to start thinking about what that means and what that looks like. And so I understand the dilemma for parents. Again, you we're talking my, about what's mm -hmm. available to children. Like, OK, so when you think about it, uh, let's just say a high school, you think about a high school that your child is going to go to. You want to make sure they have options in terms of classes they can take. Uh -huh. You want to make sure that there is a guidance counselor there who is on top of their game, who can connect them with scholarship opportunities, who can help connect them to schools and send them on visits. They have opportunities to do college tours. They, you know, can get involved in sports and clubs and organizations and, you know, student government, all of those things. And... I think, again, that's the problem. We're not looking at the whole picture, yeah. right? We're not looking at everything that our students need to be exposed to and then making sure that they are so secure in who they are and that they're learning about their own history. The first time you learn about your history that's shouldn't true. be when you're an adult. And for yeah. so many people, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. when it is. And uh, two things. Let's shout out the parents, though, for... Oh, Absolutely you know, going over and beyond to give their kids the options. Whether Shout it's, out to you, parents. Yeah, single parents or, you know, the two, -parent both homes. two parent homes, mm -hmm. everyone's in the home and, and trying to do give their kids the best options or afford them the options that they did not have. Mm -hmm. And that's where that comes from. You know, we, we are talking about um, parents who were there in the era of blacks not being educated mm -hmm. at all. Okay. Separate but equal. Separate but equal. There we go. So, I mean, they're coming from a place where, okay, I'm going to give my child what I did not have. Mm -hmm. And I know that my child can sit in the classroom with yours mm -hmm. and maybe even do it better. Right? But does that make you a well-rounded student? But does that does make, make you a... the best student? Okay. I, I'm going to tell you from experience. I, I'm sorry to interject, but I attended HBCU for my college experience and that is by far one of the best decisions I have ever made in my entire life yeah I, I think I missed out on that one and and I don't regret my path at all because mm -hmm, it was um, yours it was uh -huh. definitely mine however I think when 
Not it's not that I think I was going to try to cover that up. It's not a thing. The schools that I was looking at when I was in high school were schools that had here we go more money, mm-hmm. more resources mm-hmm. because I was going on an athletic scholarship. Right. Could I have gone on an academic scholarship? Absolutely, because I did that. Mm-hmm. However, the money. Yeah, was better. Was better when it came from athletics. And that was on purpose. Yeah. Hello. Let's say it again. Mm-hmm. So when it came to me making it when it came to me making a decision about where I would attend attend college, it was based on who was giving up that money. Mm-hmm. And the money was at the D one white school. Right. And so that's where I went. Absolutely. You know, you're taking that burden off of the parents who, Mm -hmm. you know, sacrifice so much to place you in these places, these schools on your entire path for you to get to a point that you can take something off of their backs and allow them to breathe. And can I also point out that because of a structured system of oppression is why the parents had to make the sacrifice in the first place. Here we go again. So I think at the core, what we have to do is identify what it means to us to go to a good school. Like, what does that mean? What does the best school look like? Because I think, again, we have to step away from what the demographic makeup is of the population of the school Uh and really think about what the content is that our students are being taught. Curriculum is important. Also thinking about the opportunities they're going to get as a result of that. And then even more importantly, what resources are they able to receive as a part of that school population? And we have to delve into that. We have to delve into everything that you just said because... We're making a decision as parents. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that we, like I have children. But we're making the decision as parents because we know that they have access to these things. And, of course, they would place those resources Mm -hmm. into those schools in those neighborhoods. So it's like, okay, that has to be the better education Mm -hmm. if I send my child over there. Not thinking that they're not giving my child any of their history. And... You also have to think of the social dynamic Absolutely. that you're putting your kid in. That that will definitely make a difference on their entire experience. It which definitely will, makes a yeah, difference. It does. I mean, I even think about my own school. Like, I went to a very small high school. Like, small meaning there were 36 people in my graduating class, right? So, that's very small. And for for some people, they value that because they feel like their child or their student is going to get that one-on-one attention, you know, and that, that can be important. But I also think about the fact that if I went to maybe one of the bigger high schools, even a public school, I may have had more opportunities because it would have been, you know, well known in the community. Yeah. So again, you really have to decide what's most important. And that's going to be based on your child and your family. It doesn't have to be the same for everyone, but I really want us to stop thinking that, Best is equated with white because it's there you not. Go. You summed it up. It hits different, but different isn't always good. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, or the best, mm-hmm. you know. And so, you know, if you have the money and you can put your kids into these certain schools, do it. Think think about Thinking, what's important to that, you. That's what yeah. I was going to say. Actually having a plan for what mm-hmm. your child will receive, what you want to expose them to, and how this can help them flourish in their careers or in their future. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, um, let's not be brainwashed 
to think that because they have it, it's best for us. Absolutely. Period. We're not the same. And that's okay. We built different. Ooh. We built different. We're going to end it right on we, there. We, that you like that? Right on there. All right, then. Mm-hmm. So, oh, we're just going to hop out of bounds because mm-hmm. that's where we're going with that. Mm-hmm. Tweet, 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 hey. tweet, 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 Blow your whistle. Hey, blow your whistle. Look at Queen Baby, Eagle. Baby, whistles were strong. They was coming in hot. I Did wasn't even right? going to bring it back, but since you had it so good the first time I Baby, wanted to that, see. that flowed. I felt Shalom. That, that felt good. I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> so I'm going to just run these past you, and I know Queen's, Queen E's tongue is going to be on fall on some of these, but I'm just throwing these out here, letting you know that this is what happened this week in sports. And we're talking about of yesteryear, okay? Not this week literally, but on these days in sports, these things occurred, okay? So first up, we have the Milwaukee Bucks. They traded Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Walt Wesley to the Lakers for four players on June the 16th in 1975. Dumb. And the Bucks right now can use Kareem I told y'all she's been ready. I'm just telling she's you. She's been know. ready. That was the Kareem that's just like right now. This is equivalent to Portland Trail Blazers not picking Michael Jordan in the, the draft when they could. You could ever make in life. Moving right along. Also up this week, we had Ken Griffey Jr. He hits his one hundredth home run also on June sixteenth, but in nineteen ninety three. Yes, come on, Ken Griffey. You see that they bringing his shoes back You see out. the shoes back up. Everybody shoes wanted them turquoise. They wanted them teal. Them honey. Turquoise. And it was like a, a baby piece of teal. Remember the black ones that had that little, little teeny speck uh-huh. of teal on it? Uh-huh. But everybody wanted that check going across mm-hmm. their goddamn foot, honey. Yeah. So they are back Griffey out. was the one one. He definitely was the one one. And the two two. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, we have one of the most historic mm. events in sports history however we are talking about one of the dumbest people in america and i'm speaking of oj simpson this is the week that he gets chased for an hour and a half in his ford bronco by la police on june the 17th in 1994 Mm -mm. and i am i queen e down she she it, it no, just must be festering in there somewhere that no, she doesn't want to give it to me. OJ gets me tight every time because he always speaking <laughs> out of turn. You know what I'm saying? Like he just ain't shut black. up. He ain't black. He ain't black, but he he's still black. a nigga, and that's that's the, that's part the problem. That me. That's the problem. He really does you know not what I'm know. Saying? See, he went and got that white wife. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 people really forget who they are. Mm-hmm. And, and they neglect to remember that every time people look at you, mm-hmm. all they see is a black man. I want to let a lot of these black athletes know, and any black man, period. Just mm. because you're in these social economic spaces where you're allowed to fuck on them, mm. it does not mean yeah. that they truly want you, okay? You're just a piece of something to them, and I'll leave it right there. But those are the things that occurred this week in sports. wanted y'all to know that because they are relevant to what's going on right now in 2021. Mm, mm, all mm. right we going up or we going to slow it down no let's go up mm. we got a love jones for oh, your body and your skin tone finally it's alone i'm already on the hit it oh, 
You want to start it off because you 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 sums it up really well. You that intro you give in order for us to just let them down. So y'all, we understand sometimes relationships come and go. And she goes right. The question we're asking you today: (laughs) Y'all ready for this? Are you ready? Should you return gifts to your ex following a breakup? What say you, Petty P? You got your head down. Do y'all, did y'all hear the moment of silence? Okay. Uh, this has to be the pettiest shit mm. ever in life. Okay. So apropos for this It y'all. is apropos. <laughs> when I tell you I am not here for, I have enough shit of my own. Mm-hmm. I'm not here for collecting shit that I gave you in order for me to take it back and accumulate at my mm-hmm. house. I'm not doing mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. If I bought something for you, it was truly for you. Mm-hmm. You can have it. I don't care how we sever ties. Mm-hmm. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just don't want it. But when I started thinking about this topic, I started thinking about major purchases, right? Mm-hmm. And so what came to me was, which I probably would never do, but what if I purchased a car for someone? Or what if I purchased a home for someone? Do I want those, well, car not really an asset, but do I want that back? Mm. Am I going to allow you to stay in the home that has my name on the, on the deed mm. and allow you to be sucking and fucking? Mm. Or in my verticals? That's a real question. That's a real fucking question, sis. In my verticals, mm-hmm. are you driving around town in my automobile? Picking up bitches. I think I should take those back. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Add to my collection, my portfolio, my portfolio of automobiles and my portfolio of homes. Mm. Other than that, you can have every goddamn my jewelry included. I don't care. You feel like the that's the caliber of the gift impacts the decision. That I mean house and car. House and car. I'm okay. not doing it. Okay. I'm going to tell you that right now. So the lesson I've learned is you should not buy a house or a car. That's it. <laughs> I'm not I'm not putting my name on a house or a car for any individual. Mm-hmm. It's a no don't for me. Don't sign those on. Don't nope. do it, girl. Don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it, girl. So I, I feel like I'm on the same page as you. I want people to keep gifts in the spirit in which they were given. Boom. I did not purchase something for you. For you to give it back if Boom. and when things went south. Boom. If I gave it to you in a space and I felt like you deserved it, then I gave you the gift, not expecting it to be returned to me. Uh-huh. Um, I understand how sometimes people feel a certain way about large purchases they've made, but that then makes me question your integrity and your intention with giving the gift in the first place. Okay. Okay. I feel like one of the major problems is that when people give gifts, they expect something in return, like either another gift there you go. or, you know, like it's it's a lot of, uh, you know, things going around like, oh, if I give a person something then I expect this. So I feel like we have to be mindful of the spirit in which we give gifts. 
I don't give people things because I expect them to give me something back there in return. I'm giving them something because I thought it was nice. I thought it was something they would appreciate. And my love and care for that person encouraged me to purchase whatever that item yes. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't want anything back because mm-hmm. what am I going to do with it? I mean, accumulate exactly, exactly. And, and I don't have time for that. So I, I am not on the train of giving gifts back because that is the definition of a gift. <laughs> I mean, I gave something to you for you to have, not to take back. I mean, people who are givers, which we both are. If you're a giver, I mean, you, the spirit in which you gave the gift is is genuine, and mm-hmm. we just gonna leave it like that. It's, it's nothing else that needs to be said about yeah. it. I'm not going to... I mean, because that's... I guess I'm imposing mm. on other people's love languages. But that's my love language. Like, I like to receive mm-hmm. gifts. And I also like to show my love for mm-hmm. a person by giving gifts. So, that might not be their love language. Mm-hmm. But you're going to get up on this gift. You're going to get up on it. So, I'm mm-hmm. going to give it to you. But in the end, let's say, for instance, for whatever reason, we don't work out. Like, am I really going to go around this house nitpicking, trying to figure out what I purchased? That's that's probably going to be an entire wardrobe mm. that I can go give to a homeless person. I, mm. I'm not. I'm just not doing it. I mean, that's a, that would be a good thing to do, but I'm yeah. just, I'm not doing it. I'm not walking around trying to pick out, figure out what each article of clothing that I've purchased somebody mm. down to the shoes or a piece of jewelry or, I don't know, something sentimental. I, I just don't have time to yeah. do that. You know, and I, I think it's interesting. So this conversation came up because Saweetie, of course, and Quavo, you know, oh, their breakup was gosh. very tumultuous, very I missed this. And somebody asked her and she said, no, that sh- you shouldn't give gifts back <laughs> like they're yours. But remember, Sweetie, like the that. rumor was going around that Quavo basically repossessed or took back the car he gave her. Now, you oh, said earlier that car or house, that type of gift. Got it. But my thing is, Quavo ain't out here missing no meals. Hey, that's what I'm So you just being a petty bitch because you don't want her to have it. Well, the whole group is a group of clowns, but... Very true. Okay. But, again... I don't think you should buy someone something that you would want to take back if things didn't work out. Like, I, and I'm I'm trying to say this in a way, like, not that I think you should ever expect a relationship won't work out, but I'm never going to give something to someone that I would be upset about them keeping if we were no, if longer, we were together. no longer together. And I mean, you talk about two celebrities here, like... That's just ridiculous. Y'all can just go ahead and buy Teslas and Range Rovers and Porsches and Lamb- all luxury shit. Mm-hmm. And that's a thousand dollars to y'all. One. Like it's like you're not hurting her feelings because you took yeah. back the car. So like, the, I mean, in that instance, if, if I'm a millionaire, multi-millionaire like that, and um, I purchased you a car, go ahead and keep that thing because mm-hmm. it it means absolutely nothing to me. Yeah, that it, that was. But we talk about on the salary I'm working with right now. <laughs> That makes a difference. Makes a whole difference. When your credit was fucked up and I co-signed on something, or because your credit was so fucked up, I just put the shit all in my name. You ain't going to be riding around town. And getting it. But I also (laughs) think that's another conversation because niggas be buying people gifts that they can't really afford. Ooh. Ooh. What? 
Don't buy. Did you just change that sucker? I did. Don't buy above your pay grade. Oh. What? Okay. Don't begin a relationship with somebody you can't afford. Oh. If you can't afford their lifestyle and the manner to which they want to live, leave them alone. Queen. I'm just telling you what I know. Oh my God. Yeah, now when y'all see, when you when you <laughs> come for Queen E, make sure you put on your application. Hmm. What you can and cannot afford. Baby, okay? it's important. Is it? I have my own table. And my <laughs> own food to put on it. Y'all know so what? I don't need yours. I'm just I'm just telling you what I know though. And it, I'm saying ain't that because wrong with it. put it out there. Ain't nothing wrong with it. And ain't I'm saying that it. because people seem to have this idea that they're like helping someone. And everyone should bring, hello, everyone should be bringing something to the table. Everybody should be making a contribution. Okay? Caliente. But see, people get bothered when they think that you need them and you don't. Sis, this not relax, relate, release. I was just this. This is love, Jones. Sis, you preach it. And 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 you need they can love all these Joneses. And I'm telling you, stamp it. Be prepared. Stamp it. Okay, understand with whom you are deciding to join, right? And what their expectations are, and what your expectations are, because if they don't match, then you don't even need to waste your time or their time either. Don't give me no gift if you want it back. You know what? It's not a gift if you're taking it back. In Love Jones one week, we need to speak about salaries. Or, Ooh, that's something we Yeah, yeah we need to, about. because people are like, oh, I'm, you with him for his money. No, I'm not with him for his money. However, he does need to come to the table with some tea. All right? I ain't saying you got to be rich, but these are the places I want to travel. Can you afford to travel these places? If you cannot, then... then I don't even understand what what the reason for our conversation is. Queenie. Yes. The question was... <laughs> Get back on track. Okay. Should gifts be returned? No. That's a no for you? It's, a, it's a no for me. You don't want them? No, I don't I don't want anything back from a person I gifted, and I'm not giving nothing back. Oh, I was about to say, I was about to flip it on you and ask, are you giving the gifts back? I did offer one time, because it was like a big purchase, a big gift. But I mean, you would be nice in that yeah, moment. Yeah, I was being okay. nice. Okay. Okay. Well, you definitely ain't getting shit back from me. Mm. And um, I still have the gift, yo. I don't want it. Okay. <laughs> so we just gonna move right along because Queen E needs a little relax, relate, release, relax, relate, release. Queen E is good, y'all. Is she? I'm, I'm gonna share this this good triple R with y'all. Yeah, you better give it <clears> this because you need to listen here. <laughs> Listen to your mind and your body when it tells you to take a day off. Hello, I'm talking Ooh. to you. I don't know who needs to hear I don't, this. I was about to say that. I don't know who needs to hear this, baby. But it's use me. your PTO, okay? I am who needs to hear this. Take a mental health break. There is no reward in taking a in not taking a break, right? There's no reward in not taking a break except depletion and exhaustion. So if you think you're doing a good deed by not taking a break, you know, working every single day, working overtime, working extra hours, building up your vacation making your boss think you're great there's no reward in that except exhaustion and depletion so stop it take care of yourself first and listen to your mind and your body when you need a break 
Y'all, I am terrible Period. at this. I am terrible. So thank you, Queen E, for that. Good night and Because goodbye. I am one of them people who never take off. Mm-mm, I'm not y'all. Yes. I take off every chance I get. Yo, when I tell you my at my last job, I accumulated like, what was it, like two to three years. Mm. I'm, I'm not years, weeks of PTO. Mm-hmm. So when I left, I definitely got paid out. But it's just like, what you saving them for? When I tell y'all that the last job I left, all I got paid out for was sick time. That's what I mean. <laughs> I didn't have not one single solitary day of PTO, baby, because I used that thing. And I, I've gotten better with, you know, being able to take at least a week off to go on trips or stuff like that. I've gotten better, especially when it comes to this birthday of mine, honey. You know, and I take off for my mother's birthday. I, I do all of that, but I'm I'm saying like that was just recently. Since me, I'm seasoned, can I can I tell y'all some oh, some gosh. this some free game? Give so, it to us. Give it so to us. So turn up your headphones. We we turning it. Okay. Yes. Click click clack. If you don't take your personal time and something happens to you. Your job is not going to care, baby. Are they are going to right. replace you the first chance they get. Yeah, absolutely. So, again, there is no reward in you not taking care of yourself and in not taking time off absolutely. except depletion and exhaustion. She and that is that. not the type of reward that you want. So, take that damn day off. And I'm going to shut up. They will be just fine. Because you're giving all this positivity. I really am. I'm trying to. I'm trying That's to tell it. you what I know. I I'm have seen... Up. Where people have passed away and the next day, if not the same day, uh-huh. they are posting about the opening. Yeah. Do you hear me? Yeah. Because yeah, if you yeah. can't do it, baby, they're going to find somebody else to do That's it. it. That's it. They, they might send a representative to your funeral if they feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. So stop trying to please these people, baby. If you need to take a day off, take, take, it, take it off. That's it. Queen E said it, y'all. The the doctor said it. She said what she said. And I meant it. Okay. I said what I meant and I meant what I said. <laughs> okay. Hmm. We might take off next week. Yes. Not she's going to take off next mm-hmm. week. Well, who are you rooting for this Everybody evening? Everybody black. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about this Tiana and this body yes. up on this maximum. Google cover. me. Google Tiana. That's what she said. Y'all. When I tell you this baby came with the sweatpants, with the fatigue jacket, scully on her head, baby body hairs. amazing, baby hair swooped. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know. And that wasn't the outfit for the photo shoot. No. That's he, how she came dressed. That he was just, just her saw outfit. her natural beauty mm-hmm. and wanted to just start shooting. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Now we did get to the more couture looks. You know, we we mm-hmm. did what Maxim needed to do. However, mm-hmm. the fact that that was the start of the photo shoot, and this baby body looking like her husband's, mm. they it's both all cut up. girl. I'm talking chiseled. I said all of that to mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. she was the first black woman to be named sexiest woman alive mm-hmm. on the Maxim cover. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Tiana. Who is, it's her season. It has been her season for the last few years. And she's been through. She has been through. I mean, even this last album, like, you know, she really stepped away from music. And I don't know that she's planning to do music anytime soon. She's really in her directing bag. And look, auntie Mm -hmm. is getting to it. Yes, she is. Let her have it. Yes, she is. That she's practicing self-care. And still getting to the coin, though. Still. 
So do what you got to do because now they are coming back to television. Yep, another reality show coming on E. Yep, we'll Mm -hmm. talk about that in another episode. But we just wanted to give y'all that tidbit of first black woman to Mm -hmm. be named sexiest woman alive on that cover. For Maxim. Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What you got for me? In addition to that, we also wanted to highlight... Miraya, which is a black owned app and it's um it's fashioned after like an Amazon or an Etsy. Okay. And you can shop all black owned businesses. You can look up mm. whatever area you need, if it's mm. fashion, if it's beauty, if it's self care, if it's soap, lotions, toiletries, whatever it is. Mm. You can go on this app and so you can download and that's Miraya. It's M I I R I Y A. They have an Instagram page and they also have an app. And the name actually means thought and idea in an African language. I think it's called Diola. Thank you for teaching me that. Diola. Diola. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, But Miraya. So, again, that's M-I-I-R-Y-R-I-Y-A. M-I-I-R-I-Y-A. Uh-huh. I had a couple of y'all. Don't worry about it. But you're doing them justice. So, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, So, definitely shout out to them. So you can shop all black-owned businesses. You can also post your black-owned business on there and post your products awesome. if you like. Absolutely. And it's companies from all over the world. So, again, it's fashion after like an Amazon and or an Etsy if you've ever been on those pages. So, um, shout out to the, the young lady that created that. I'm excited that we're really uh, highlighting black-owned businesses. You better. Um, I feel like it's it's really important that we do that. We have to shop black uh, one of the Absolutely. ways that we show our Absolutely. power and our unity is through the way that we spend our coins. And so I'm I'm really just going to keep emphasizing that. Yes, and I, I really want y'all to know about our consumer power mm-hmm. and know that the black dollar. We are the largest consumers so, in these here you know United what? States of America. We're going to leave that right there because I, I want y'all to tap into you. yourselves. I was just telling you. Last but not least. Mm. We have to end it with Queen E's favorite. My fave. Which is Petty Punch. Mm, mm, mm. P-E-T-T-Y. You better sing I don't think you're ready for this Petty. I don't think you're ready for this Petty. Y'all. This is my level. We talked about breakups, right? In Love Jones. And I don't even think that this stem from breakup because they're no longer together and I'm talking about two it's definitely a breakup (laughs) but there has been years of separation it Mm -hmm. wasn't just a recent breakup and he decided to be petty this father Mm -hmm. decided that to pay off his child support Mm -hmm. his last and final payment his Mm -hmm. last and final installment and that's the same thing but I wanted to That he was going to go ahead and drop mm-hmm. 80 stacks of pennies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. out on this lawn. Right. Mm-hmm. 80 G's, Chief. Mm-hmm. $80,000 worth mm-hmm. of pennies on the lawn of his child's mother's home. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If that ain't a way to make a statement. And Petty, what's his name, oh? And, and, <laughs> <laughs> Queen E, because I know, I know you you like to deal with um, trauma and healing and all of that. How does this speak to 
the child in the instance. Like, I know you was trying to make a statement by doing that shit, stamping that shit on the mother. I'm mm -hmm. through with you, bitch. Mm -hmm. However, mm -hmm. a child is involved. That's true. So, how do you feel about this one? Well, the child is an adult at this point. You know what? She she, she, she actually donated the money. <laughs> she donated the 80000 So, she said, fuck you in return. So, I'm like a counteract. You know, it's a struggle because I feel like, again, the system is set up for us to be against each other. Uh-huh. Right? You know... Best case scenario, we will be able to have positive co-parenting relationships with Absolutely. one another. And we will be able to arrange situations where the child is always cared for. And the system wouldn't need to be involved. Unfortunately, because of the way things go and because some people don't fulfill their responsibilities, things like child support have to be enacted. So I definitely get that. The level of petty you have to be. To count out 80,000 pennies, baby, <laughs> I want to tell you, I want to tell you, I am fascinated, astounded. <laughs> the fact that you made sure you had not 79,999, but 80,000 pennies. Not a penny short, literally. Not a penny short. And then you going to dump it on the lawn. That's so disrespectful. Disrespectful. So he had to order a truck. Ooh. He rented a truck. Mm. in order to make this happen. He truly did. Dump truck. Uh-huh. And this is where I am in life. Mm, that's where you are. This is where I am in life, y'all. Don't test me. Just believe me. I don't have a situation where this would have to happen. However, if taken this far, I will go there. And I can go there. Um... This this is by far the best one that I've seen in Petty Punch. Do you know how petty episodes. you gotta be? How how did you actually <laughs> do this? So were you doing this on a weekly basis? Like, okay, you go to the store, you break a bill, you get change, all your pennies, you just dump it in there, and then all of a sudden at the end, you say, Oh, I got a pretty big stack. I'm gonna go ahead and count these things out, take it to the bank, count it out, or whatever. This had to be well thought out. It or were you be. keeping a ledger of this? Was it like, okay, the day I dumped $2 worth of pennies in here, I got yeah, that, 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 that to go. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, how did you see, keep record? I'm thinking that it can't be like that because, it, so, okay, his last payment of eight, of $800, which is what his child support right. payments were. <laughs> I'm thinking this nigga went to the bank or maybe went to different banks. Like, did you go to eight different banks or, or go to the bank eight times and give them the pennies and say, I want, you know, $100 worth of pennies, and you did that eight times? I don't know. <laughs> the The fact that you are that petty, baby, I, I salute you. I, I want to know. I want to know how this log of pennies were kept. 80,000 pennies. 80,000. I, I really want to know. And what did this young lady do to you to make you think that this was a great fucking idea? Put him on Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh, this the last payment? My man said at 18, I'm, I'm, gonna make sure I'm you through get with this. this. Thing. And child support doesn't say you have to give it in certain increments. You know what I'm saying? So... 
He gave her the eight hundred dollars. My man, this is I. This is the petty right here. This is what I'm thinking. This is how petty he was. Mm. He had the eight hundred. Clearly, took the bill straight to the bank and asked. I I for just pennies. don't know that the bank would give you eighty thousand pennies. No, he probably broke it up. That's what I'm saying. But I know he took the bills to the bank. That's this was petty. A plan. It was a plan. Because me, when I initially thought about it, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) penny here, penny there, put it all together, count it up, take it to the bank. You know, because he didn't even rolled up. He just dumped them on the grass. So he didn't even go to the bank. That's so disrespectful. Y'all, when I tell you, this is where I am in life, Mm, once mm, again, mm. quote me, don't test me. Mm. Hello. This is where I am. So with that, we're going to end. They don't want the smoke, sis. Don't they? Oh, they don't. Mm. Not with the level of petty. Not with the level of petty. Mm-hmm. You know, that has been your petty punch for this evening. We are perpetually petty. Queenie is going to sing us out. She now looks so disappointed. It's time to say goodbye. To all our petty peeps, be petty on purpose. P E T T Y. You have just enjoyed episode 28 of Perpetually Petty. I am your girl, Petty P. I'm your girl, Queen E. And we're going to catch y'all on the next one. 29, y'all. Be petty on purpose. Peace. Peace.